Sarah, our sponsor Vionic is back today with their Vionic Vitals collection. These shoes are the most essential styles for everyday wear to get us ready for spring, which will be here before we know it. We've already talked about my Uptown Loafers and Willa Slip On Flat and your Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, but this collection also includes the Walk 23 Classic Sneaker. That is that unapologetic dad sneaker style that's so popular right now. And I was just thinking having all four styles would basically be like having a spring capsule wardrobe for your feet. Oh my gosh, that is actually such a genius idea, Megan. I love where you're going with this. You know, high quality shoes are such a classy way to elevate your wardrobe. And the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection really can be worn in your everyday mom life, whether you're running errands or dressing up for an occasion. Yeah, and let's talk about the comfort factor, Sarah. Vionic actually got started by revolutionizing medical orthotics. Today, they continue to use that science to make cute and comfortable shoes that can keep up with our active lifestyles. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Vionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I am Megan Francis here, as always, with Sarah Powers. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Megan. And we are doing another More Than Mom it's not even really an hour. No. It's a more than mom episode, which we are keeping at about 30 minutes or less. These purely are casual, fun. purely fun, casual. We don't really plan them. I'm in charge, so they're totally unorganized. <laughs> and these are the episodes where we just talk about whatever's on our mind. Yeah. And this week we are talking about the beverages of our lives. That sounds like it needs like um like a background theme song do, to do, go do, with it. Do, 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 do. I think that was... I think that was the days of our lives theme we, song. We will not be doing TV jingles because do, Sarah do, would do, fail do, that. Do, do, do. I think that was the days of our lives jingle, but can that we, might have been all my children. Can we just say real quick that I am recording in my vehicle outside? You can say that. Yeah, because this is the more than mom. We keep it casual. If this is your first time listening to our show, guys, go listen to a regular episode. These are like the fun bonuses. Um, you should yes. listen to this too. But I am outside my kid's Taekwondo studio in a parking lot, like in full view of people who can see me holding a mic in a minivan right now. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that so much. And we are all, this is relaxation time. We're, we're recording a lot later than we usually would. Yep. Um, my daughter has commandeered my phone and is using it to stream full house in the other room. And as soon as I'm done here, I'll go join her again for another episode. But um, let's jump in because what we are talking about today is literally beverages. I love because it. Because this is how granular and stupid we get with these topics. <laughs> um, I, I have a list of questions to ask Sarah. I am a little more organized than usual because I really want to know some things about the beverages of Sarah's life. And then I'll talk a little bit about the beverages of my life. I love it. I can't wait. And this is something that I do. I feel like I have strong opinions about. So I'm really excited. And I have not looked at your list of questions. Good. Megan, spring is one of our family's busiest seasons with tons of time on the go. There are so many places to be and details to remember. And the last thing I need is the constant irritation of uncomfortable shoes. So today we're talking about the Vionic Vitals collection from our longtime sponsor, Vionic Shoes. These are the best essential shoe styles for everyday wear this season. So Katie on our team is getting ready for warmer weather in Chicagoland with a pair of Vionic's Bella Toe Post sandals. 
These are Vionic's best-selling flip-flop style, and they have a cute little bow on them. They come in nine great colors, but Katie chose a versatile black patent leather. They're super supportive for her high instep, and they even come in wide sizes, which is a great option. Yeah, the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection are classics that don't really go out of fashion. And because they're such great quality, they're going to last as well, even with daily wear, which mine definitely get. And I love that Vionic offers a 30-day guarantee. Wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days. But I have a feeling after those 30 days, our listeners will love their Vionic shoes so much they'll be ready to order another pair. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor Haya is back on the show today, and I just really love this company. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk most parents don't really want their growing kids eating. That's why Haya, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin, was created. That's right, Megan. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern kids' diets to provide the full-body nourishment they need. And Haya vitamins have a yummy taste kids love, too. So we were just talking to Katie on our team, Megan, and she was saying that when they get down toward the bottom of the Haya vitamin bottle, her boys are fighting over who gets the last one. Oh, I love it. And I also love that Katie can feel good about that, right? Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So parents never need to worry about running out. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. All right. We ready to get into this? Yeah. But I'm not okay. looking. I'm closing okay. the outline. Don't, I do promise, because I feel like you're one of those people who probably like spoilers. Um, yeah, but I also like to follow the rules. So now that <laughs> okay. you told me that I'm not supposed to look, <laughs> okay. I closed right. it out. Okay, so we're going to do this chronologically. Okay? okay. I want you to tell me what your favorite beverage was when you were a kid. And by kid, I mean anything from as early as you can remember, like, you know, past breast milk or formula, uh, <laughs> up till, say, like, 11. Okay. Um, okay. I'll try and be quick. Um, I was never a thirsty kid, which is weird. I, I don't okay. remember like, like, I don't remember always wanting a drink by me. And that came into play later because I have to really tell myself to drink water. So first of all, I don't remember loving beverages or like wanting a lot of beverages. I loved orange juice. I drank a lot of orange juice. I did not like milk. Um, soda was like a treat if we were out and I never got into what I would have called any of the brown sodas or pops. Like I did not like root beer as a kid or Coke. I did like Sprite and I did like orange, like that terrible orange soda. Um, we wouldn't have bought those things at home, but it would have been like a fun treat if we were out to pizza or whatever. Um, so I think that is pretty boring i remember my mom not buying capri suns like not sending I, we actually i do remember oh, those juice. were so covetable too they capri were and suns. i just had two lunchtime memories one was my mom did send a juice box but it was the minute made orange juice in a bag lunch which gets like real lukewarm kind of gross um oh, yeah. but do you yes. remember also the twist top um, like the, they were like shaped like an old Coke bottle, but plastic. And it was a, some kind of a juice or fruit punch inside. And you twist it off the top. 
Did they did you did they have those for you when you were little? Do you mean it was like you literally twisted the entire top off? Yes. It yes, was like a I plastic that. twist thing. And yep. it wasn't a cap. It was not a circular cap. It was like No, those were like those were like cheap yes. early juice boxes kind of, but not. Right. Well, these I think the ones that I'm thinking of were like even more high sugar, like worse than oh, so okay. I would not have been allowed to have them. <laughs> there was no there was actually no juice in them. Right, it was coloring it was just sugar and colored water. Sugar. Um, and yeah. then I guess like if I have a fond memory, I do. My mom makes really good hot chocolate from scratch, like where mm. she on the stove with like whole milk and yeah. unsweetened cocoa, and then adding the sugar. Like so, and I just remember that being really special because it felt like it took forever to make and like make right. sure the milk didn't burn, and that would have been like a Christmas thing. But like from an everyday drink, I don't think I even would have said I had a favorite. I didn't. Uh, yeah. I mean, I did like orange juice a lot. I'm going to go with orange juice. Yeah. I was a big apple juice drinker and okay. I did not like soda. I oh, remember okay. the first time I choked down a grape soda at my neighbor Bobby Joe's house <laughs> sitting under her picnic table out front. I'll never forget that. We had like um, a blanket over it. We made kind of like a fort. Okay. And she brought pop, as I called it in those days, right. in. And one of them was an orange soda. And I said, no thanks. Or a uh, grape. And I said, no thanks. I don't like pop and she said what do you mean you don't like what do you mean you don't like pop <laughs> and I said it hurts my tongue and she's like you're gonna drink this pop I had a lot of friends who were kind of mean but anyway um <laughs> I did drink it and I it was my first pop and I had to have been at least nine I mean I was old and I was like well I guess that wasn't so bad um but I was I really loved milk okay and why well, I just liked white milk mm -hmm. um in those days they didn't serve chocolate milk in the lunchroom I don't believe do you remember the smell of a carton of white milk. Uh, it's got do, a very particular yeah. smell. Yeah, it, but because I didn't really like milk as a kid, I don't know that I was as intimate with it, but yeah. I do know what you mean. It's yeah. like you open, it's something about the smell of the carton. It's like a plat, like a papery kind of gross smell. Yes. Um, yes. But, but I like, like I have almost like a fond memory of that. So I liked milk and I loved tea. I got really into oh, tea. You've always loved when, tea. Yes, I have since I was a little kid and I got really into it because uh, my mom and I would go to coffee hour at church uh -huh. pretty much every time they had it. And I want to say they had it every Sunday and she would like, always, she would limit how many s sweets I could have because those things were just a smorgasbord of sweets. Right. right. But I was allowed to have as much tea as I wanted. And I kind of figured out that I could put as much sugar in my tea. Yeah. <laughs> As I wanted and like no one would really stop me um, but I, I was you know like a snob even early on about what kind of creamer I'd put in my tea I would never use like the white powdered creamer right. I would only use like whole milk or half and half and I was very particular about that That's so really cute so that was me as a kid okay now we're gonna move on to teenager okay when you were a teenager and I'm and by teenager I'm going to define that as like 12 to 17 because okay. I'm gonna young adult I'm gonna right. give a different okay you know so just what was my favorite or any, just yeah. any beverage memories? Well, both either. Okay. This um, is a more than mom. We can do what we want. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't have time to prepare so I can go wherever I want with this. Okay. Well, I will tell one quick story. Um, it's most of this is going to involve coffee. I didn't drink a lot of coffee as a teenager, but I feel like my strong memories involve coffee or coffee drinks. So the coffee bean and tea leaf, which is a coffee chain that's everywhere now. Do they have it in the Midwest? Nope. Nope. Okay, so it's not everywhere. It's just in the West. But <laughs> when I was there, when I was in Arizona, they had it there. So I, th it, it's not just California. But I think it, I think it started in LA. And even before Starbucks came to where I lived, a couple years before that, there was a coffee bean and tea leaf downtown, 
And they made this glorious thing called an iced blended mocha. And this is before coffee house culture lattes, mochas. Yeah. Like I was gonna say that's early. This is we like ninety one, ninety two. Yeah. Like ninety one, ninety two. So this is pre most coffee craze. Um and it was to me the most delicious thing ever. I mean, it would be a frappuccino now, that's what you would call it at Starbucks. So it was a little bit of coffee, a kind of a chocolate powder. And then with ice, blended, really fine blend, like an icy, like that, you know, like the, the consistency of an icy, um, but like a chocolate with a little bit of coffee and then whipped cream on top. And so that to me mm. was like the most delicious and also felt slightly grown up because it was a coffee drink. I mean, it did not have very much coffee in it. Yeah. And so that coffee bean and tea leaf went in, I think when I was about 12. Um, and so that would be like downtown with my friends hanging out at the outdoor, it's like a mall, but not an indoor mall, like to hanging out mm. downtown, that would be what we would get. So I have strong memories of that. Um, I don't, again, I was not a soda drinker and I was not a, didn't really like get into Gatorade. I don't know what I drank every day as a teenager. But can I tell my other coffee-related story? You absolutely can. Okay. Yeah. So fast forward to when I'm like 16 or maybe 17. There was a Starbucks in um, a couple Starbucks in town by then because it's like 96, 97. And I drove to high school every day. I drove my friend Nicole, who was younger than me, and I got in the habit of stopping at Starbucks like kind of often, which again, just like now it's like expensive to buy and I would get a mocha this time a hot cafe mocha but still chocolate and coffee together and pretty soon by the end of my junior year I like had a pretty good caffeine not addiction but like I I was used to it in the mornings right and then my choir my high school choir or magical group went to England um, for 10 days right after the end of my junior year and um, there's no Starbucks there, but I had recently. <laughs> the horror. There is now. There is now. But at the time. Um, right. And we were staying in these. American like, little... culture hadn't permeated yeah. that hard exactly. in that way. And yet. Yes. We were a bunch of high school kids staying in these hotels or hostels even. I think they were hotel, like little hotels. So I, my, I was like pretty caffeine dependent by this point. I had given myself a daily habit. And so that trip to England is when I became a daily regular coffee drinker where I didn't need chocolate and whipped cream and all that. I just put a little milk and a little sweetener. And when I came home from England, I just told my parents, like, brew another cup in the pot. Like, I'm a coffee drinker now. Oh, I wonder what they thought about that. I I mean, I was, I think, 17. So it wasn't like... But I have to say, it freaks me out when I see my kids drinking coffee, even my adult kids. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Because I'm not a coffee drinker, I guess. I know, but I didn't have any caffeinated soda. And I feel like at the time, I think maybe we know more about... But I don't... I wasn't having, like caffeine all day like crazy amounts of well, caffeine I was don't just get me wrong a, yeah. I don't care that my kids drink it I don't think it's bad for them yeah it's just like wait what you're an adult like right you know I mean? like oh it- you want to drink coffee huh? yeah yeah so that w- that took some getting used to for me yeah so I'm just picturing your parents reaction to yeah that. and I think by that point I'd been like the coffee shop culture was big at that point I'd been going to the I had been having coffee but I hadn't necessarily been like a every morning cup of coffee person till after that England trip yeah. Um. So that was my, and I probably have not missed a day since. <laughs> that's that's something. Well, mine is a my teenage beverage of choice is a a strict departure from okay. that. I was really into Sunny D. Oh yeah, Sunny, Sunny D Delight. Yeah. I forgot about Sunny Delight. It was so. I mean, looking back, it was so gross, but it's like perfectly creative for the the teen palate. Oh yeah. I would have like loved it. I think when I had it, I loved sweet, it. Sickly sweet. Yes. 
and tangy and all those things. Yes. I remember like um, when I detasseled corn, which we talked yes. about in another oh, episode yes. once. Listeners, um, pa- okay, I would... pause, Megan. Listeners, yeah. if you have not heard the episode, it's actually one where we interview each other. So it's a little like this. And yeah. it's called the one where Megan and Sarah interview each other and we talk about our first jobs and we oh, received... Is that what it was called? <laughs> well, exactly. yeah, it was called Megan and Sarah interview each other. You can go search it up. And um, we got more emails after that episode than we've ever gotten on any topic. And it was about <laughs> Megan detasseling corn in Michigan as a teenager. Okay, continue. Yes. So I would bring a huge jug of Sunny D. Well, the reason this is on my mind, because I had kind of forgotten about Sunny D. I don't... I haven't thought about... I Me too. I haven't, I haven't had any in probably 25 years um I was at a Mexican restaurant a couple of weeks ago and I was sitting up at the bar with Jenna and my brother and I ordered a margarita and I look over and the girl's making the margarita and she puts in the mix and she puts in the tequila and all that and then I'm like what is she what is she doing is she putting sunny delight oh my gosh in the margarita and Jenna's like no and I said Jenna look at that jug that is a sunny delight jug I have never forgotten the shape yeah, I've never I can forgotten the it. cap. And so she brings it over and all I could taste was Sunny D. I couldn't drink it. I mean, it was really sweet to begin with. And I haven't been drinking a lot of sugary drinks lately. Right. So it was really hard. But like, even had it not been, it wasn't just sweet. It was that tang. Right. Like it tasted like tang. Yes. Like it was just this really, uh, I just was floored. But apparently people love it because people rave about these margaritas. And I just, I couldn't do it. I had to give it, I gave it to Jenna. Interesting. So. Yeah, I I definitely would have loved the Sunny D. I just don't remember having it a lot, but that would have been right up my alley because I loved citrus. I liked orange juice as a kid. That was yummy. Well, I'm pretty sure they also tried to almost like market it like a vitamin D drink. Yeah. Or like like some kind of or no, Sunny Delight. Like they they tried to market it like it like it was new, like I had nutrients, maybe vitamin C. And I remember that too, like the the label yeah. made it look all healthy and stuff. You didn't yep. need that. You lived in California. You already had not. the sun. But and... I do remember commercials and stuff. It's all coming yeah. back. Remember, it would always be like a kid would walk in yep. and like pull yes. the thing out of the fridge yes. and then guzzle it. I, yes, I can. I mean, like, and that and YooHoo. Now the YooHoo yes. commercials are also coming back. But I didn't. Oh, another really one. Like you might be YooHoo. too. You're probably too young for this. But do you remember Burples? No, not at all. Okay, so Burples were like these plastic accordion, like jars where they would like squish down like an accordion. Okay. And then you would buy it and then you would boop, 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 boop. you would okay. open it and then you'd fill it with water and it already had like a powder inside. Oh, my. So, yeah, it was disgusting. But anyway, that just made me think of that. But, yes, yeah, so it was all along those. It was in that ilk of okay. preteen drinks. OK. All right. Moving on. College young adult. And by that, I'm going to say 18 to 22 to 23. OK. Um, I will mention a few specific memories. I don't know that I had one go-to, but I'll mention okay. a few specific things. One, I know you're going to talk about Mountain Dew, right? Yes. Okay. But was there, was yours Diet Mountain Dew? Am I stealing no. it? No. Okay. Yuck. So Diet Mountain Dew is pretty much the most disgusting thing in the entire world. It sounds disgusting. It's horrible, but it has a, I almost swore. We're doing the more <gasps> than mom and I almost just. Just almost, I heard you. You almost went there. So you guys, you know, Megan it has a I, bunch. We don't. We we keep it really clean on this show on purpose, and we will continue to. But outside the show, anyway. Well, you're you're in a different environment right I now. I am it's I'm easy. In my yeah. Freaking minivan. Um. <laughs> so, Diet Mountain Dew has a lot of caffeine and no calories, and so. I occasionally would put that, Allison and I, you've met my college roommate, Allison and I would buy it and put it in our little dorm fridge. And that would be like, I don't know what would help us stay up and study and not have calories. It's so disgusting. Thankfully, thankfully, I don't think that became like a real 
like real dependency. It was just like a tool. It was like having yeah. nodos or like, yeah, no, you know, yeah. the coffee was gross and you had to go find it somewhere. So Diet Mountain yep. Dew in the dorm fridge, I do remember. Um, yep. I do like a Gatorade when I'm hungover or if I am truly uh, dehydrated. So I was a dancer. So both like when I needed Gatorade for the, the healthy reasons and the less healthy reasons, I like a yellow, like the original. Oh, me too. Know. Original yellow. Yeah. That's I also like flavor. orange. Going back to my citrus mm. orange theme. Um, but I don't get it, into the blues and purples, though. No, me That's neither. Just, yeah, and no. I really only like a Gatorade when I really need a Gatorade. It's really hot. I'm really dehydrated yes. or I'm sick or you hungover. You can tell when you need it. It's like you when can. you taste it, you're like, it tastes weird, but my body wants this. Yeah, and really cold. Um, yeah. So I, I do have memories of like a good Gatorade hitting the spot when I needed it, hungover or whatever. And then college, um, again, I wasn't a soda drinker. Um, are we talking about um, adult beverages yet? No, not yet. Not yet? Not okay. Yet, no. So I'm not 21 yet in this story. Nope. Um, so then I'm just going to go again with coffee, and I will mention Einstein's Einstein Brothers Bagels across the street from South Campus, Northwestern, and Evanston um, had great coffee. Einstein. Yeah. I love Einstein's coffee, and it was super, super hot and really strong, and that just would have been my go-to for morning coffee. All right. Well, now and and yeah, I'm just going to throw out there that Mountain Dew was my fuel of choice from to from like 18 to 25. Okay. I finally had to kick the habit because it was just ridiculous. And I would get to the point where it was like 1030 a.m. and I want to go to the gas station to get more because I felt tired already. So that was when I realized <laughs> it was time to give it up. And I have not I have not drank. Now, that Mountain is so much caffeine. Years. Did you do you remember having a physical reaction to that much caffeine? Oh, and I say this delicious. as a coffee drinker. No, it was it. I could feel it getting into my blood. Yeah, I swear I would have this visceral like reaction. This the mix of the sugar and the dye and the caffeine all at once. It was just like, I mean, I feel like it was like cocaine or something. I mean, it just made me. But did it ever make you feel bad? Like I, I'm a caffeine drinker, but I have a very like once it's too much, it's a really bad feeling. When it stopped making me feel bad is when I knew I had a problem. Right. Like when I couldn't get enough. Wow. So I okay. stopped. I totally gave it up. Um, but, um, that, that's a good segue into the more grown up drinks. We're going to shift to grown up drinks now. And I'm going to ask you, what was your first alcoholic drink of choice? Okay. Not the first one you ever had, but like, what was your (laughs) go-to when you were first drinking the booze? I'm trying to think, okay, do you mean out at an establishment where I was allowed to go or are we still where we're mixing drinks in friends' houses and we're not? Let's to go, go to with bars. that. Let's go with that because the my next question will be the other one. So okay. th- when you're first like you know mixing and uh, you're just taking kind of what you can get, right? And you probably are broke, right? Um, so if I had mixed what I wanted, um, probably a vodka tonic. Okay, it's kind of boring. Um, but I'm just having this flood of memories that I'm pretty sure there was a vodka Sunny D episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now this yep. is all coming full circle and it's real yeah. fuzzy. Um, so vodka is my preferred hard liquor. And then the better, the the older I got, the more refined the mixers, I guess. But I always was a tonic person as opposed to a club soda or yeah. anything else. A tonic has like a more bitter flavor, right? It's yes, like it is. It has, more, a little, yeah. it has a little bite to it. And I don't love, um, I don't love carbonation in general. You and I, I think are both like that. So it's got to be the right kind of carbonation something right. about tonic is a very fresh um and yeah has a little bite to it so i'm gonna go vodka tonic 
So my first was Miller Lite. And I don't even, I think I fell into that by accident. I'm not going to say that was purposefully done. Um, I also, there was these down-home punches that were, I believe. Yes. Uh, Jack Daniels, right? They were Jack Daniels. Yes. yes in the little and mini they, bottles. Yep. Four, four in a pack. That was Allison. All, she was all over that. She arrived at college knowing With, about those already. They, they were like a malt liquor. Yes. And they had mm-hmm. like, like flavors. A hard, and, like a hard yeah. cider, but not a cider. Like, a, yes, right. it was a hard malt liquor. Yep, there was we, like a Lynchburg lemonade yep. and there was oh, like yes. an orange one mm-hmm. that was some kind of punch. I can't remember what that one. Yep. Actually, maybe that was Down Home Punch. Maybe the, the name of it might have been different. Something coolers. I don't remember. I never got into like the real, real sugary, girly coolers. Like Even Zima? for me, those. Uh, well, no, Zima was like, I came of age in the era of Zima. I thought it was gross. But I mean, like, like Bartles and James. Oh, like, okay. The coolers, you know what I mean? Like the ones that were like Kool-Aid. Yeah. They like, were super sweet. Yeah. yeah. I never, I just, that was, even for me, that was too sweet right from the get-go. So, okay. Then that leads into my next question for you, which is what was your first like real grown-up drink? So now you're able to go to the bar and buy your own drinks and maybe you have a little jingle because you have a job and you can order whatever you want. What for you, what was your drink? Well, I'm going to be boring and say Stick Cosmopolitan because okay. it was that era I yeah. Turned 21 in 2001 when Sex in the City was at the height yeah. of its, and I lived in the city. And um, I do, I still love a good cosmopolitan. And now, if I order one, it feels like I'm stuck in the early 2000s. Like I almost feel embarrassed about it, but I really love a good Cosmo, a really well made one. Um, I also, I worked at a bar in my early 20s and got super into this. Is I'm cracking up at how the through line of citrus and orange juice is really just. <laughs> Like, I never thought about it. So Absolute Mandarin and Sprite, which if I had today, would be so gross. Because Sprite is too sweet. But yeah. that was another. And I would order that at the bar where I worked. It wasn't a fancy drink by any means. But it was it was me, like, figuring out really what I liked. And it, like, felt a little different than just, you know, a vodka Yeah. Drink. Okay. So for me, um, I think my fir- when I, I think when I first started going to the, you know, bar and was able to order drinks. I think I was, that was when I started drinking Corona. Mm-hmm. Um, but then pretty quickly thereafter, I decided to start drinking and I almost can't get these words out without gagging. <laughs> I drank Amaretto sours. Okay. Which are, they are so sweet. Yeah. And so sour. Yeah. I mean, I like a good whiskey sour, but like I could have maybe now a few sips cause they yeah. are very sweet and yeah. sour, but an Amaretto sour is like that. If you dumped a bunch of like, mandarin cherry right 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 you're not mandarin cherry um arachino cherry juice right. in it. it's super super sweet so that was my very first grown-up drink i think i drank that when i and and now mind you i was having kids by the time i was 20 so right. i didn't really start going to bars until i was like 24 mm-hmm. because i didn't leave my house really right. so um and that's about when i when i was 24 25 <laughs> i was calming down a little <laughs> right and I would go out, you know, I'd go out to restaurants and stuff and sometimes I'd have a beer, but I would be with my kids and I just wasn't really like, I wasn't thinking strategically about what beverage I was going to get. It was like, oh, here I am. I'm at Chili's. Sure. I'll have a Corona. Um, So Amaretto Sours were my drink for like a year. And then one day I think I was like, this is gross. I don't want this anymore. Yeah. And so I switched. I, that was when I started drinking wine. And at first I was totally like a white wine drinker. I drank, um, uh, Chardonnay first mm-hmm. and then I think I switched to Pinot Grigio and then at some point I went I think I went Sauvignon Blanc and I okay so I lived by a CVS and they carried wine mm-hmm. and down at the end of the wine rack there was a 
um, like a clearance wine thing, <laughs> like an end cap. CVS clearance wine for the win. Yeah, I know. Hey, I, at this point, I was like broke and single hey. and like had to go home and like take care of my kids and stuff. So I bought a bottle for $4.96. I don't know why I remember this so clearly. And it was a Shiraz. Mm. And I brought it home and I drank it. And I was, was like, it Yellowtail? No, okay. it was some other brand that I've never heard of again or don't remember. And I drank it and I thought, well, this is interesting. This is so totally different. And I only was able to drink like a quarter of the glass. But then I thought, oh, I like this. I like I like how peppery it is and I like how mm-hmm. bold it is. And then after that, I think red wine was just my thing after that. Like I just I liked that it was challenge. It like challenged me, I right. guess. And it wasn't uh, And the thing I love about red wine now. So that's been my drink now for 15 years. Um, My, you know, alcoholic drink is that it's never the same. Like it's never, I never exactly know what I'm going to get from glass to glass, even if it's the same, I've had the same brand over and over. So I like that. And BP added more than $70 billion to the U S economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast investments, like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I I forgot, like I just jumped ahead because I was going to ask you about like when you decided you liked wine and then kind of tell me about your wine flavor profile. Well, I'm going to back up a second because I'm realizing, okay, since we've been talking about our drinking years and even like... I mean, I, you know, started drinking kind of in college or right before college. I wasn't like way earlier than that, but before 21. But I'm always, I've always been really, really circumstantial. Like the setting I'm in and the people I'm with and what I'm doing highly influences my alcoholic beverage of choice. And in a fun way though, like I, I love a good beer, like a draft beer at, a bar that has really good beer is always, especially at like at lunch or like with bar food, I will always get like a red ale or a brown ale. If I'm at a football game, I will drink Bud Light. Like if I, right. so I, I feel like I've been saying that I drink vodka tonic and vodka sunny delight. And, but really like <laughs> next time I'm at your I, house, I am going to request a vodka sunny delight. Oh my gosh. Or, <laughs> or side note, we used to do vodka and Hawaiian punch from the vending machine when it was too cold to leave the dorms. Like we'd have a handle of vodka and there was Hawaiian punch from the vending machine. Oh okay. gosh. Okay. But I feel like it's been seeming like all I do is mixed drinks, but actually like still to this day, whether I am in the mood for beer, wine, a mixed drink, a martini is completely dependent on where I am, which is funny because that doesn't seem like that would be my personality. You would think I would have a go-to and I'd always stick to it, but I really like kind of matching the drink to what I'm doing. So I like, so I guess back to your wine question. Um, my, my every night, like home on a weeknight, I'm going to watch a show with my husband on the couch, um, is a glass of wine. Um, usually white, but we go through phases of red too. 
Um, my dad is a red wine collector, and we end up with some really nice red wine because of that, and it's great. I have to, been the benefactor. Yeah. I have been mm-hmm. the beneficiary yes, yeah. of that. So, that was so stuff. Um, I like white, and I like red. I do get headaches really bad if I have more than like a glass of red, which is a bummer because it's not like I am. It's not like I go over the top and have a bottle and a half. I can have just a glass and a half or two glasses of red and get a pretty bad headache. So I love red wine, but I'm I. It's like has to be sprinkled throughout and not mm. too much at once. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it's highly dependent on where I am and who I'm with. So I, yeah. I l- love beer. I love white wine. I love red wine. I love cocktails, mixed drinks, but I don't really branch out much beyond vodka. I can, I can do a gin cocktail or maybe a whiskey cocktail if they're well made and it's something really interesting but I yeah. do not do tequila and everyone will say oh, I but love really... tequila I know and everyone will say well you can't taste the tequila in this margarita and I'm like I can because I don't like tequila so it tastes like yeah. tequila to me tequila to me I I don't I'm not a huge well I think vodka is very dangerous to me it doesn't taste like anything and that's problematic because right. I love beverages and so to me that it's just like whoa this is just this yummy beverage and right. I don't taste that there's alcohol in it and so nothing's triggering me to go hey stop um tequila I just think a good smooth tequila is really yummy and but I'm not a big booze person I'm not like a big spirits person right um but I but I do like a good tequila but I but I also really like wine have you gotten into like any in the last few years that you have gone to more like, you know, you go out in the city and you go to yeah. more places. Have you gotten gotten in on any like trendier cocktail crazes like the Moscow Mule, like any of I'm the... not a big Moscow. I'll have one Moscow Mule. I did really get into Gimlet's for a while. It's kind okay. of an old fashioned. I like drink. Gimlet's because I um, love they're lime. delicious. Love and I've citrus. had them made different ways. Sometimes they're sweeter. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're not sweet. I like them a little bit sweet, but not very. And they're very fresh. I just think yes. they're so Fresh and refreshing yes. and good. Um, I've had some that I thought were interesting, but I didn't want to finish. I want to say like, a, um, oh, I've had, there's this one that's got whiskey in it and bitters and I, I can't, it's got a super, it's an old fashioned, like, yeah. it's not an old fashioned, but it's like an old fashioned right. drink. Right. And I, no, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, yeah, I'll go out and have one. But honestly, at the end of the night, I like wine. I, I know it. I yeah. understand so you it. just stick with it. I know it's effects. Like I just, I feel like I have a lot of control over it. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I feel like every time I drink a, a mixed drink, I don't know exactly what I'm getting. So I feel like now I have two questions for you. Are you done with your questions? I'm not. Well, I, I, I am, but I think, don't you have to go pick up your kids in a second? Or are we in running two out minutes. of time? We have two, in minutes. two minutes. Okay. Cause I have one last question. Okay. But you, you can go. ask, you ask yours. Cause I've been peppering you with questions. Well, I was going to ask if you're, if you're boozing in the morning, what's your go-to day or morning drink? That sounds so terrible, but you know what <laughs> I mean. That sounds pretty terrible, you but okay. You know what I mean, like a brunch. <laughs> like a, I call oh, oh, brunch. in a brunch, yeah. a mimosa. Okay. I'm not a bloodies drinker. Yeah, I know. So, well, I I was just wondering because this morning at work I was at a meeting and this morning we were at work, talking. You were... <laughs> I, they kept no, I wasn't drinking at work, but my boss kept saying we're gonna have a, a nine o'clock meeting. We're gonna have wine at nine, and I was like. Honestly, hey, I'm an equal opportunity wine drinker, but 1130 is kind of the earliest yeah. I could see myself going there. Yeah. And even that's a stretch. Um, But yeah, mimosas for okay. sure. Or and bellinis I, or one of those. You know. I am not. I don't like mimosas because I don't like what champagne does to me. And um, I just. Yeah. But I love a good Bloody Mary. So you and I. Well, are... I like the bubbles and I could have like two tops and then right. then, I'm, then it's too sweet. and It's too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, so I'm a Bloody Mary for my answer for that. And then my last question, which is something I've never landed on, is do you have a good um, like 
nightcap drink. Like if it's really late and it's something you just want to sip on, I guess you would just have another glass of red wine. Huh? I would have another glass of wine. I'm not See, a big. Every I've now and then, wanted like, like an like yeah. a like a really nice nightcap that I liked, and I've tried a bunch, and yeah. I don't like any of them. the The lesson is, I should probably just go to bed if if I can't. Probably, decide. and and there there have been times when I've, but it's been cold or I've been sick, and I've had like a hot toddy and really liked it. But I would do that, you know, once a year. Right. I'd, it wouldn't be something that I would right. do regularly. Yeah. Okay. I have to, I know you have like one minute before no, you have to fine. like, you know, stop talking about booze and go get your kids. In the parking lot. Um, <laughs> in the parking lot. But I just have to ask because everyone knows we love LaCroix. Oh yeah. This is the lightning round. Okay. The LaCroix lightning round. What is the question? What was the first flavor? Oh, okay. I was like, what is the question? The first flavor that existed that you in liked. LaCroix? Oh, that I no, that liked. you liked. I'm not quizzing you. What was the first one you liked? Uh, blackberry cucumber in the skinny can. Oh, wow. That's very specific. Mine was um, pamplemousse grapefruit. Okay, I love, what's that's your still go-to? my favorite. Okay. It's pretty good. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. What's your go-to LaCroix flavor now? I think grapefruit. Pamplemousse. Yep. And mine is coconut. But sometimes lime because lime is just like an everyday pleaser. Yeah, lime is just like it almost doesn't seem like a Lacroix. Like it's just no, there. it just seems like it's. Kind but of I a like wind. it. I had a mango, and we've talked about uh, apricot. Apricot is surprisingly yes. delicious. It is very delicious. Okay, do you like in general, or and also specific to Lacroix? Do you like your drinks room temperature, cold or icy cold? I'm gonna say cold. I don't like ice in drinks. Like I, if I have water, a glass of water, it's gonna be cold, chilled water, but not with, not with ice cubes. So I like a lot of room temperature drinks, and I will argue that LaCroix is a totally different animal when drunk room temperature. You prefer so LaCroix I, room temperature? I don't prefer it. I'm just saying it's different. If it's you're looking different. for a different LaCroix experience, it's mellower, and the flavor is comes out more. Oh. I like my LaCroix really cold. Like, really cold from a can feels feels right there, but maybe I'll well, have to try it. Should we wrap this up on LaCroix? We should wrap LaCroix. this up so you can... Get your children. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want to look right now. Oh, this has been really fun. Okay, so how do people find this episode? They just go to themomhour.com. Yep. And search for beverages. Yep, it'll be it'll be there. It's right in your feed with the rest of our episodes. And then um, every Tuesday, we are back with a much more organized approach to solving all of your parenting challenges in life. Yeah, but these are that really we try at too. least. <laughs> so, all right this was thanks fun. for listening thanks you guys. and we always want to hear from you guys about like what you want to hear for yeah these, these topics because these are fun for us but hey we're just winging it every time so send us an email at hello at the see you next time sarah i started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment and it turns out i love it I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack, and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's. M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com. Hi, everyone. Megan here. Sarah and I would absolutely love it if you would hit pause right now, like right where you're listening, and leave the mom hour a rating and review. If our show has helped you feel a little more confident as a mom or a little less alone, this is one of the biggest ways you can thank us, and it really only takes about 30 seconds. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, you can navigate to the mom hour's show listing. So 
When you're in the episode you're listening to right now, click where it says the mom hour just above the play button and then scroll all the way to the bottom and you will see the ratings and reviews. We would love if you would leave us one as well. Thank you so much for listening.